Hello? Hi. (laughs) This is weird. (laughs) Hi, I'm Mary Carmen. And I'm Parmise. And this is the Read Cute Podcast. Mary and I are avid romance novel readers and I feel like especially in 2020 it's been personally all I can stomach Um, (laughs) my brain cannot handle any other than love exactly so the goal of our podcast is just to be two best friends who read romance novels and then review them and usually just babble about how much we love love Pretty much, yeah. Not in our personal lives, but... (laughs) No, that's not allowed. (laughs) For everyone else, it seems great. Fictional love is cool. Yeah, all of my friends can be in love, but I'm good. Thank you. So we're going to do a little breakdown of the structure of the podcast. Typically, a normal episode will start with a summary of the book, our ratings, discussing the steam level. And then we're going to talk about tropes and maybe a little bit of spoilers, if you're lucky. (laughs) If you're lucky. If you're lucky. (laughs) If we decide we like (laughs) you. So this week we're covering The X-Talk by Rachel Lynn Solomon. And it was released pretty recently, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think it was a 2020. So I will take a take a look at the Goodreads summary and just let you guys know what it is. So Shay Goldstein has been a producer at Seattle Public Radio Station for nearly a decade, and she can't imagine working anywhere else. Should I just give my own synopsis? Yeah, because this is like, sorry to the copywriter who wrote this, but it's boring. Yeah. So basically, the whole premise of the X Talk is that Shay Goldstein loves public radio. It's like her whole personality essentially Mm -hmm. and she's been working at a public radio station in Seattle 10 years and she doesn't feel like she's moving up but she loves where she's at and then Dominic Yun who is her new colleague is five years younger than her I think he's 24 Um, and he's fresh off of a journalism master's program at Northwestern gross gross (laughs) and these two are basically just like right from the start not getting along it's a enemies to lovers trope yes we, we love her mm-hmm. so do you want to talk about what the whole premise of like the x-talk podcast is mary yeah so i think even just as a concept not just in the book i think it's really interesting so Like we said, Shay and Dominic work at this public radio station in Seattle, and they're finding that they have, you know, struggles in their ratings. And Shay kind of pitches this idea of like, what if two exes came together on air and gave relationship advice, but they don't have any exes in the office. And so her boss decides to put her and Dominic together because he thinks they have really good chemistry and they clearly bicker and banter all the time. And he decides to present them to the public as exes and they're going to host this radio show. Yeah. So I think a really interesting 
part of this novel is the fact that no one in the office except for the boss and Dominic and Shay know that they're not actually exes. Yeah, they have Um, to, like, put on an act or just kind of lie by omission to everybody that they work with, including their family members. And, mm -hmm. like, the only people that know, I think, is, like, Shay's best friend. Is that right? Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. So... What would you say your rating for this book is, Mary? Well, you see, I <laughs> uh, I love love. Mm-hmm. And I love romance novels for the most part. And if I just get really invested in the book, in the relationship, you could pretty much do anything and I will give it a five out of five. <laughs> so... Like, I'm just riding that high of, like, seeing two people fall in love. So I gave this one five out of five. But when I look back on it, structurally, conceptually, I probably would give it, like, a four out of five. How about Mm -hmm. you, Hermes? I agree with you. I think, like, when I first read it, I was like, this is amazing. This has changed the romance novel game. (laughs) Five out of five. But now that I'm, like, going back and looking on it, I think I was, like, having hard times, like, remembering important details, which kind of shows that the book didn't really stick with me as much. Yeah. Um, So I think I would have to go with a 3 out of 5, a 3.5 out of 5. Okay. Okay. I probably would also give it a 3.5 if I believed in half stars, but I got to go big or go home. Okay. I round up because I want to, I want to be nice, you know? Yeah. I think my issue with the book was that the middle part was really, really good, mm-hmm. but the ending was super rushed. The ending seemed so strange to me because, mm-hmm. like you said, it's rushed, but even the way that it just played out felt, it just felt uncomfortable. Yeah, exactly. I completely agree. I really, really liked like how they kind of went from enemies to lovers but it was also like workplace enemies which I really loved Mm -hmm. um but yeah I've got to say the ending was not it did not sweep me off my feet no same so sad oh yeah I don't think I would give the ending a rose Mm -hmm. I would not either no but I did love their banter it didn't feel like extremely forced enemies to lovers like they didn't like each other and they, it was very clear later on why they had that friction. Yes. I, I really liked because my biggest pet peeve is when it's enemies to lovers, but enemies is just like one person misinterpreting normal <laughs> conversation. Yes. I hate it. I will say I thought that Dominic's dating life was a little interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just because, you know, this is obviously going to have some spoilers, but he had only dated one person before mm-hmm. Shay, and it was very intense. And I think I just can't, maybe I, maybe I just can't empathize with the fact that he's like only dated one person at the age of 24. Yeah. I just, I thought it was really interesting, but not in like a good way that he had one very intense relationship where he kind of did everything with one person Mm -hmm. like everything everything and then was moping about it and then fell into this big love and was like this is it I'm done yeah he uh a choice 
a choice. I feel like we all deserve a hoe phase, and I think Dominic does too. I would agree. So, yeah. Mary, very important question. Yes, ma'am. How did you rate the steaminess of this novel? Okay. Okay. Honestly, what are we what are we putting this out of? Like chili many... pepper emojis. Five okay. out of five chili pepper emojis. Okay, okay. I'm on board with that. So I'm gonna honestly, hmm. I'm gonna explain my answer. Mm-hmm. But I will give it five out of five chilies. And let me tell you why. Okay. I think this is the most realistic <laughs> and just like endearing sex I've ever read about. Yes. There was nothing about it that actually made me cringe. And sex in books always makes me cringe. Yeah, it was like totally normal. It was like normie. It was normie sex. And you know what? That's, That's fine. fine. That's fine. <laughs> Yeah, I would give it a five out of five as well. I think it was really good. Like, I it was, agree. It did not make me feel like, like, what have we read that was like just too much? Honestly, and I, listen, I love it, but uh, Chloe Brown, get a life. Yeah, okay, I haven't gotten, I have, I'm currently reading Chloe Brown Gets Life. Um, I haven't gotten to the steamy parts yet. So let's talk about some brain worms. So <gasps> brain worms um, is oh. a term used amongst our friend group for just like romantic things that you see happening to other people that make you feel physically ill. Mm-hmm. Yes, it they seep into your brain <laughs> and the brain worms just kind of wiggle around in there and they start whispering like, hey, what if you like had a relationship and someone loved you? Exactly. Also can, you know, sometimes if you drink too much iced coffee, you can get brain worms. This is true. Yeah, they're equal opportunity. Anytime your brain is a little bit overstimulated or overwhelmed by something, brain worms will pop up. Exactly. So I think mm-hmm. this one were like a four out of five. And I think the brain worms could have been a five out of five if the ending was not so saccharine, honestly. Yeah. Yeah, I see. What... Mm. I agree. Yeah, I did not... In the moment of rating this book, <laughs> I did not, <laughs> like, I just block it out. If it's bad, I'm like, don't care. They're in love. But mm-hmm. my entire Goodreads review, I will say, is brainworms. That's all I wrote. So <laughs> I have to put the brainworms pretty high because apparently that's all I could think of when I finished this book. But I would also give it, like, I don't know, four worms out of five. Because Four the end- worms out of five. <laughs> we got four whole worms here. Because the <laughs> ending was just... It was, if you really think about it, without having brain worms, it made me squirmy, not wormy. I would agree. I completely agree. Yeah. I definitely think... I definitely think we're on the same page about this one, which is good. Yeah, that doesn't always happen, but it's fun when it does. okay mary let's talk about something interesting how do you imagine the characters in your brain when you're reading this novel like who's like a famous actor that you could imagine oh my gosh okay so i don't always do this for books i like my brain will just make up people sometimes but in this case 
I had very specific people in mind. And personally, I pictured Elizabeth Olsen as Shay. I feel like she could play like the work obsessed, you know, person. She's yeah. a little bit she's not old it makes me feel old to say she's older but she's like (laughs) you know old enough to play 29 and charles melton from riverdale as dominic and if he Mm -hmm. doesn't eventually play dominic yoon in whatever netflix adaptation or something i will (laughs) riot how about you (laughs) so i will be honest this was one of the ones that i did not think of like people Mm -hmm. I was like oh if Daniel Day Kim was younger then maybe he would be Dominic (gasps) oh my gosh but I'm also I will be honest I'm very bad at like knowing actors and actresses from the top of my head this is where we differ because yeah exactly IMDB you also listen to um that pop culture podcast oh my gosh who weekly weekly yeah that's my shit exactly yeah so I would, I definitely, like, once I, like, looked at your pictures, I was like, okay, yeah, I could see that. Um, I don't know why, though, for Shay, I kind of imagined someone that was, like, a Zoe Deschanel vibe, but not necessarily Zoe Deschanel. Because okay. she's a little bit older, too, and so is Daniel Day Kim. You're right. I could see that. I just feel like that was also part of their dynamic, which I don't mm-hmm. think I really loved very much, because I think... It's interesting to have an older woman, younger man. You almost never see that without it being, like, weirdly fetishized. Yeah, exactly. They just kept making, like, awkward references about it instead of just being like, yeah, that's our age difference and we still have, like, a connection. No, I completely agree. I think that the author did diversity really well in this novel. Just mm-hmm. because of, like, the couple, it was a white Jewish woman and an Asian man, which is typically not seen. Yeah. Uh, and then the outside characters, or, like, the side characters, I think there was a pretty diverse range of characters, which was really great. How many times can I say characters? Mm-hmm. Um, I give you three more times. <laughs> yeah, so I think that was really nice to see as well. Yeah, I think it's hopefully becoming more prevalent and more normalized in romance. And it's not just always going to be like a white dude and a white lady awkwardly hating each other, but it's really just one-sided. Oh, that's my, it's the worst. (laughs) I completely agree. So did you like the tropes in this one? How did you feel about it? I did. I actually really liked them. So, like, I liked the forced proximity. Like, they had to see each other in the office all the time. And, like I said, they were lying to everybody. I really liked that they just kind of volleyed off of each other. And they bantered. And their enemies to lovers came pretty naturally, I feel like. It wasn't forced. Um, And then, like, workplace love... I have a special place in my heart for. So I really enjoyed it. How about you? I really liked it. I am a total sucker for enemies to lovers. I think it's just the best. Uh, and I do like workplace love. I think it, that's that one's really fun too. Because it's something that I don't know like if I would ever do. Um, I don't recommend it. <laughs> <laughs> There you go. There you go. (laughs) This is one thing, though, that I could imagine. 
Mm-hmm. I imagine Ken, the bad guy, or the the, protag- the antagonist in the novel, I imagine him to look like Mr. Big. Oh my god. <laughs> really? Yeah. I don't know why. Yeah, I can't even... Okay, I guess this is, like, part of why it's, like, girl, this probably wasn't a five-star for you, because I cannot remember anyone's name except for the two main characters. Yeah. And I only really remember this guy, Ken or Kent, because he is supposed to be, like... But I did not like his ending, really. I feel like he did not get what he deserved. He was such No, a he deserved worse. Yeah. He does definitely deserved worse. I feel like everybody, it just, it tied itself up too quickly and too neatly. Neatly, yeah. Yeah. I completely agree. Yeah, and I just thought, like, I would have rather had an ambiguous romantic ending than the one that we had, where, again, it's, like, spoilery, um... They ended up moving in together. After three months. Three months. I feel like if you are going to, you know, pretty understandably make a big deal about only being with one girl ever, Mm -hmm. like, why are you going to settle immediately with the second one? I also found it really suspicious that she, like, could afford a house. Yeah, I mean, you work in public radio. Yeah. Like I love public a... radio. Okay, I do donate to my local NPR. But I can't imagine they're buying a house in Seattle with that money. No, not at all. No. No way. Not a chance. Even after 10 years. <laughs> <laughs> no, I completely agree. I think the one thing that seems really suspicious to me was the fact that she could like afford a house. And it was, like, her house was so big with, that she was like, oh, I'm so lonely in my so big house. Oh, my gosh. She was like, this empty cavern. I need someone here to share this space <laughs> with me. My 24-year-old boyfriend. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yeah. And I know we <laughs> we make fun, but I really did like this book. I did too but the thing is is like the more that I'm talking about it with you the more that I realize like there's so many like holes in the novel it's like yeah this guy's like super good looking like I'm sure he had more friends okay yeah they made a big deal about him being so lonely and I'm like Dominic I'm here Dominic let's hang out (laughs) yeah I'm just like what is going on I did think it was cute that it was set in Seattle I liked that the author I think the author lives in Seattle herself it was clear she like tied in a lot of stuff from her own experience I thought that was really cute the fact that it's set in Seattle was really cute to me because it wasn't you know in Seattle and you know the city is a character but it they did have little hints and little I don't know throw-ins to prove like both of them are locals and they've both lived there forever other than the brief stint at Northwestern. Yeah, I completely agree. Yeah, I thought it was cute. I really liked it. I what else was I gonna say? <laughs> I don't know. My brain. It's empty, it's empty and full of so much potential, but we <laughs> can't find what she wanted to say. Oh <laughs> oh yeah, okay. All right, she's back. We got her back in here. 
So something I found pretty odd, I guess, even though as I was reading it in the moment, I was all in. I thought it was pretty weird Mm -hmm. for Kent to send them off on this retreat to an island alone. Like, okay. Oh, man. Yeah, no, I completely agree. And also the Austin storyline was very interesting. I'm not going to lie to you. I don't know what you're talking about. Where they, like, go to Austin and, like, everything blows oh, up in their face. Oh, how am I so dumb? Wow. I guess that shows you how much of an impact <laughs> this made. The Austin thing was so awkward and weird. And, oh, I just remember having secondhand embarrassment at this, like, podcast yes. conference. Yikes. Imagine being outed like yeah. that. I also... I don't know. Now that the more that I'm talking about this, the more that I'm talking about this, the more that I'm like, maybe I actually. I promise, every episode is not going to be like, "fuck this book." We're going to say nice things (laughs) one day. Um, I think the main character was just like a little bit annoying because she's like, "Oh my god, I love my little Chihuahua, and my voice is annoying." (gasps) Okay, I really do wish I could have heard the audiobook because I wanted to know like who would you cast if the woman admits her voice is annoying Us. oh that's yeah that's me right now I'm like oh my voice is so annoying for <laughs> podcasting <laughs> my roommate Sarah who we will have on the show eventually please, oh, please. she's the queen of romance novels she she's gonna take my place I'm not worthy but she listened to the audiobook. Um, sadly, mm-hmm. on my recommendation. <laughs> uh, so sorry, Sarah. <laughs> she really liked it, though. I think she gave it five stars, too. Because, again, brain worms. But, yeah, I, I liked it. I wouldn't read it again. I wouldn't read it again. It. But it was so fun at the time. And that's all that matters, you know? Yeah, but she said agreed. the voice actress was not even annoying. So we've been lied to. Well, there, you <laughs> there go. it is. There it Something is. Something that I really did like, since I think we should end on a positive note. I really liked the way that this book explored grief. And yeah. Yeah. Yes. I yes. just think that it really, oh, it was just so beautiful because it made it have another layer you know underneath like the steamy Mm -hmm. sex and like the hate to love romance there was actually just these issues that she was trying to process and go through over 10 years later yeah I will say expanding on that I loved her mom's (gasps) storyline yeah oh my gosh I totally forgot yeah, like the orchestra. Wow. I want a love story novel about her mom and her mom's husband. Yes. Wow. I agree. Oh my goodness. So I will say that part of her mom's grief was also really special to me. And I just thought it was really well executed. Like she they showed mm-hmm. the mom being able to find love again. And kind of teaching her daughter, you can find love in other places. It doesn't have to replace this big thing that happened to you. Yeah, because I feel like, you know, I've never been married once, let alone twice. But (laughs) promise. (laughs) 
but I definitely believe that you can love multiple people in different ways, like at different points Absolutely. in your life. You know, it's not that And you know, forever. because my memory is so bad, I don't know if it was said in this mm-hmm. book, because clearly I've forgotten everything about this one, but if not, then, you know, somewhere else, I read like, you will never love the same person the same way as another person someone said it much better but like every right. time you love someone it is brand new and that doesn't make it better or worse it's just a new kind of love because every single relationship you have is going to be so unique and that's why we read Ugh. romance novels like our life that's why <laughs> i only have serotonin because of romance novels and zola <laughs> so what are you thinking about us reading next week well Depending on how quickly you finish, maybe we can get into Get a Life, Chloe Brown. I think that's yeah. a great idea. Oh, I'm excited. Yeah, I like it. All right, Mary, it was really it good It was so nice to, to talk to you. I love you. <laughs> I love you, too. Uh, uh, thank you for joining the Read Cute podcast. We'll be back next week for our discussion of Get a Life, yee! Chloe Brown. Bye. Bye.